is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Um, it is a fun early August morning as I'm about to head off to work. And um, this morning, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, respond to another uh, listener question or query. And um, here's what that sounds like. Hey, big brother. It's your little sister. I have a topic for you. You just won the lottery. Um, Would you work? Would you not? Would you do a dream job? Would you just move away? Would you stay where you're at? What would you do? You just won the lottery. And it's a substantial amount to where you could do whatever you wanted to do. What would you do? Other than obviously take care of your little sister. Alright, so I've just won the lottery. Um, and it's it's good that you specify that uh, you know it is a substantial amount because um, as I was listening to that, you know, my eternal internal smartass was thinking, well, I won the lottery. Okay, I got five dollars off scratch off. Of course, I'm still going into work because um, you know I'm an ass like that. Uh, but okay, let's let's say we've uh, you know I've won serious money. Um, I mean. Substantial is still a bit of a, uh, you know, a relative term. Um, you know, if I win five grand, that's, that's, that's substantial to me. Um, but that's not, you know, quit your job money. Um, you know, I guess sort of working my way up the scale, um, you know, there's... There's a, there, there's a chunk of money, you know, something like in the hundreds. There, there's a, a good chunk of money, something in the thousands. Um, and I think in those cases, you know, obviously I, I, you know, retain my current employment and just use that money to, you know, pay off some debts, maybe buy something nice, you know, do something cool, maybe take a vacation, you know, that sort of a thing. Um, I think that's... I think that's where that rests, um, and I don't know that the specifics on that are likely to be too, too, uh, interesting or entertaining to, to you or anyone else there, uh, sis, um, you know, paying off the, the outstanding balance on my furnace doesn't sound like, you know, very good, uh, conversational topics, so, um, I, I guess, you know, what, what I suspect the, uh, the, the spirit of your question is, you know, I've won major money, you know, job quitting money. If I so choose, you know, what do I, what do I do with that? And I guess, uh, you know, step one, cause this is something I've, I've actually put thought into, which, uh, is a little ridiculous, especially when you consider that, you know, I don't regularly play the lottery. Um, it's just, I got nothing against the lottery per se. It's just not a thing I typically think of (laughs) to do. Um, 
But if I were to suddenly come into, you know, vast quantities of, of, of money like that, um, step one is, um, put a lawyer on retainer. Um, just because with that kind of money, there's, there's bound to be some sort of legal stuff that needs to happen, um, as a part of that, um, I don't know what that means, you know, exactly what legal aspects, uh, you know, come into play from that or whatever. Um, but I do know that there, there are those and that's why I need a lawyer because I don't know what those things are. So step one is get a lawyer. Uh, step two is get an accountant, um, who, you know, again, because there are all sorts of, you know, tax rules and laws and stuff. And, you know, uh, I, I, it took me, you know, 30 some years to figure out how to, you know, maintain my meager paycheck to paycheck finances, uh, and, and keep myself from getting into trouble. Um, I just easily envision if I've got, you know, buckets and buckets of money, um, without some, some sort of, you know, fiscal guidance from a professional burning through that or doing stupid things. And next thing I know, I'm in, in jail for, you know, some sort of tax evasion or fraud that I, I never intended, but just due to ignorance, uh, had problems there. Um, so that's, that's unfortunately, um, not very exciting and, and stupidly practical, but that's steps one and two, uh, is, is retain some professionals, uh, to make sure that the, the rest of it goes successfully. Um, after that, um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the next thing is let's, let's, you know, eliminate all remaining debt type situations that I've got going on. Um, just cause, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, what Abby calls, you know, have tos before what tos. Uh, normally that applies to, you know, taking care of the household chores before we sit down to watch TV or, you know, you take care of the things that you have to do or that you need to do, even though you don't want to do them. Uh, you get take care of all those things before you move on to the, you know, the things you want to do, uh, the leisure activities. Um, and I think the same applies for the, the money. You know, if I, I make a ridiculous amount of money and, you know, buy a, full-size replica of the Millennium Falcon somewhere, um, but still have student debt, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, um, you know, so, pay off all the debts, um, which, thinking of that, it's like, okay, you know, pay off, pay off my car, um, so I don't have a car, you know, here the car payment, would I necessarily immediately, you know, go out and buy a, a new car? not, no, I don't know that I would, um, I'm not really a car guy, so, you know, the car I'm driving is getting the job done and is fine, like, I don't need to go out and buy a new Lamborghini, uh, that shit would be wasted on me, <laughs> um, so I think I'd stick with, you know, I don't know that I'd immediately go out and buy the, the fleet of, of, you know, sports cars, um, because I got real no need for that, um, I guess the other thing is, is, you know, I, I would not necessarily immediately look into buying or building 
you know, a mansion for myself. Um, I mean, obviously I'd talk to Abby and, and, you know, we would sync up to see what we wanted. Um, I don't know that it would make sense for us to be fabulously wealthy and stay in, in our current condo. Um, but I don't know that I'd, you know, go somewhere and, and get, you know, vast acreage in some, you know, 32 bedroom, 72 bath, uh, you know, mansion somewhere either. Um, you know, my needs are not that intense. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I like to think of myself as, you know, something of a simple man, not, not necessarily Spartan, but I, I don't, I don't tend towards that sort of, you know, lavish luxury excess type situation. Um, I guess from back, back in the days when I was in Florida and was doing landscaping and all of our clients were, you know, pretty, pretty darn well to do folks and seeing, you know, some of their places. Um, I don't know that, that kind of opulence doesn't really do it for me. Um, and to a certain degree, kind of, I'm not real sure how to best describe it, but I, I it's a little upsetting, uh, you know. There, there was a place that uh, that we worked at that uh, was in um, what's it called Bel Air, Florida, which is which is you know around you know the Tampa, St. Petersburg, Clearwater area, um, and it was the most expensive piece of property within like four counties, uh, like like millions and millions of dollars, uh, is what this, this, you know, the house and the property and all that was worth. I mean, it was a nice place. Um, but it was ridiculously too much for like a dude and his wife. Um, and going through, you know, that, that house, they like, Oh, you want to come see it? You know? And everybody's like, Ooh, oh, that's fantastic. And I'm like, this is such a waste there. You know, there are so many things that could be done with this, this money. Other than, you know, having seven extra bedrooms that you'll never see. Um, I just don't know that I would be likely or, or, or able to go that route. Um, like I said, we'd probably get in another place, um, you know, that was, you know, bigger or nicer, but not, not, not to mansion levels, I don't think, um, you know, um. I would not work at my current job if I had that kind of money. Um, there's, there's a bit more stress there than I care for, um, to maintain. Um, but I don't think I would necessarily immediately, I don't think I could long-term be just, you know, independently wealthy and unemployed. Um, I, I, I like to do things and keep busy too much for that. Um, what would I do? That's a good question. Um, I think it'd be hard to work for someone if you had that much money just hanging about. Um, just because, you know, it, it, there would be that constant temptation that if things were, you know, stressful or a pain in the ass or you just woke up one morning and said, I don't feel like doing this, to think... Well, I don't need to do this. I've got money. Screw them. I'm not going into work. And 
that's just a crappy way to be, in my opinion. Um, that's, you know, as a person who, you know, is a manager and has people, you know, who work for him and, and, you know, relies on those folk, uh, you know, if any one of them just woke up the next morning and said, ah, screw it, I don't need this, uh, you know, that put me in a, a really crappy position, uh, you know, work-wise, you know, that immediately makes my life suck, um, and I would hate to be the person who would do that to someone else, um, and I don't know that I'd want to be in that position to where I would work for somebody, um, at least not in any role that had any kind of, you know, actual impact <laughs> or, or, you know, dependence, uh, for the, the, the business to be successful. Um, you know, uh, you know, what, what would I, could I, you know, do I think I might do, uh, to, to keep myself occupied? Um, again, I think that kind of depends on, you know, to a certain degree, what kind of ridiculous wealth has been accumulated. Um, cause I mean, there's, again, I would need the lawyer and the accountant to help me out on this, uh, with the specific math, but it seems to me that, you know, there are some, there are certain thresholds, you know, there's, oh, you've, you, you've got a decent chunk of money, but you know, and you can use that to, you know, pay some things off or buy some things, but then, you know, it's not really sustainable going to have to have a job. This is not the kind of money that you can live off of for the rest of your life. Um, and I think you got to handle that in one way. Um, on the other end, there's, okay, you have just gotten so much money that if, you know, you set so much of it aside or invest a certain amount of it, you know, you can basically live the rest of your life off of the interest of this. And you therefore do not ever have to work again, uh, provided, you know, you're, you're at least somewhat intelligent about this and, you know, have a, a good strategy. Um, and then I think there's probably some, you know, sort of a middle ground there to where, yep, you can quit your job and this is going to keep you going for a while, but you're going to have to do something to generate some level of income or this will run out and you're going to have to, you know, again, find yourself a job. Um, you know, if, if it was, you know, in that middle category to where, okay, I've got, you know, a bunch of money, um, and I can get myself out of debt and we can consider the rest of that some like, sort of like capital to start a business or to, you know, do something that will eventually generate more money to, to make it a sustainable situation. Um, I, th there are a couple of ideas that, that, that come to mind there. Um, and I guess, let me preface this with, you know, this is not necessarily a topic that Abby and I have discussed in great detail. You know, hey, what happens if we come into a giant pile of money? Um, so all of these ideas are, are purely sort of riffing off the top of my head. My thoughts, um, obviously in that situation, you know, that's more of a, should that happen, that's more of a both of Abby and I sort of joint discussion, joint uh, decisions being made. Um, and I'm not sure necessarily what she would want to do per se. Like I've got some ideas, but I can't speak for her. So we're, we're going we're gonna to be an arrogant, selfish son of a bitch and focus on me 
to answer your questions here, Crystal. Um, and so, uh, what was I going to say? Give me a second. Oh, yeah. So, if I had money to, like, start a business kind of a thing, um, being a big game playing person um, and having visited a wide variety of game stores, um, I think that would be cool uh, to, to have a game store. Uh, you know, I've, I've got ideas as to what I look for in a game store um, and if I had a game store, what I would do and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and so I think if I had, you know, instant capital to, you know, invest in that sort of a thing, um, and I were going to go with some sort of, you know, retail type scenario, that would be probably my first pick. Um, I would, you know, look to get a game store happening. Um, you know, board games, card games, role-playing games, war games, uh, you know, um, make sure I got a, you know, a, a good location, um, make sure, you know, it was outfitted and, and the decor was, was good and good game areas and stuff, uh, you know, in the capital to, you know, get the inventory and hire folks and whatever. And, you know, being ridiculously rich, I mean, yes, I would be there and I would do some stuff, but I'm pretty sure I would be like the owner and would hire, you know, employees, including a manager. So I did not have to deal with it day to day. Again, one of the to me, one of the points of being ridiculously wealthy is that you, you know, don't have to stress over stuff, so you, you, you can, you know, hire somebody to stress that for you, um, and see how that went, um, you know, um, the other thought would be, you know, the, the, the current non-lottery winning, you know, retirement plan is to, you know, buy some land and make a campsite, you know, populate it with yurts and places for people to pitch their tents and so forth. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like that would happen one way or the other. Um, you know, even if I, even if we were, you know, ridiculously, uh, wealthy and did not need to work, I think I'd still want to do that. Um, just cause, you know, ever since Abby and I started talking about that, that just seems like a cool thing to do. And I think even if I didn't need to do that as my retirement plan, I would still want to do that because I think that would be cool. So, um, and you know, if we, if I, we were in the, you know, you have so much money, we've talked to the lawyer, we've talked to the accountant, they've got a strategy for, you know, investments and savings and diversification and other, you know, fun words to that extent. Um, and we can make this happen so that you can, you know, live forever provided you, you know, don't go too crazy. Um, I don't know that I would work work in the employment sense, but I would definitely have to keep myself busy. Um, I think, or I'd drive myself nuts. Um, I'm not real sure what that would necessarily be. Like, I've got a bunch of hobbies that I can do and keep myself busy. I, you know, build and paint miniatures, you know, all kinds of time, all the time. That's, that's easy. 
you know, I, I kind of feel like I'd, I'd want to, you know, I would then have the free time to devote to, you know, write, writing and finishing my book and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff to do to keep me busy to prevent me from just being a guy who sits, you know, on a couch made of dollar bills, um, you know, watching TV, eating bonbons, sort of a situation. Um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, thus far, this has all been discussed in a very, you know, Todd-centric, selfish, you have a bunch of money, what would you do with it? Um, and, you know, like I said, step one, lawyer, step two, accountant, step three, pay off debt. Step four is not necessarily buy a bunch of stuff for Todd. Because um, I think that with that kind of money... Um, you know, I feel strongly that, you know, it's important to use that for good, if that makes sense. Um, you know, there are a lot of people in this world who are not fortunate. Uh, you know, to a certain degree, I was one of them in my youth. Uh, you know, and I, I, Philanthropy is, is a good thing, um, and not just for the, you know, warm fuzzies it gives to the person who, you know, is given all the money, um, and not, you know, for the record, like, the, helping people out is a good thing to do, I guess, um, and there's a whole hell of a lot going on in this world, um, to where there are a lot of people who need help in one way or another, um, and they might not necessarily need money per se, but money can help make other things happen to improve situations, I guess. Um, and I'm not going to get into, you know, a list of specifically what that is because I'm not looking to get, you know, too political with, with this, this conversation. Um, but I feel like there would definitely be a, uh, a, a long, hard look at, you know, how much of this money can I part with and still, you know, be in a good position, um, so as to maximize the amount that I can, you know, give to some other folks to help make their situation better, because, you know, being rich and having everything stable is good, uh, you know, I imagine that's a fun place to be, but there's, you know, there's only so much you need, um, you know, you've got so much money sitting around that you literally just don't know what to do with it and it's not doing anything. It's not doing anybody any good. And there are, you know, people and causes and stuff that could at least make use of that money. To me, that's the better better plan. So I'd want to see how to best maximize that and then obviously discussions with, with Abby and such to, you know, figure out where to send that. Uh, how to best, you know, distribute said funds. Um... I feel that's pretty important, um, and that would be a pretty high up on the priority list. Um, you know, as well as, you know, like Crystal said, taking care of the family. Uh, I mean, you know, again, the degree by which that can happen largely depends on, you know, the, the overall volume of the monies, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I can't, you know, buy cars and mansions for everybody in my, uh, family, 
and their families, uh, you know, and onward to infinity, um, unless the money is just ridiculous, you know, but, uh, you know, in likely situations, you know, okay, provide for, you know, education for my children, you know, college education, you know, pay for them to go to school or pay off their, their, their school debts, whatever, uh, you know, um, I guess that could possibly be a situation in which I do buy an additional vehicle, um, not so much for me, but for, you know, the, the various girls, um, you know, I would, I would definitely want to do something nice for my siblings, um, you know, again, the extent of that largely depends on, you know, how much free floating money there is, is to be had, um, you know, and definitely would feel strongly about taking care of mom, um, you know, she, she supported my dumbass for, you know, 18 years, uh, you know, financially and in all other respects, um, you know, if I'm suddenly fantastically wealthy, I feel like that's the least I can do <laughs> in return. Um, just make sure she, she doesn't have to worry about, you know, money. Um, so there's that. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there would be a bunch of stuff that would get bought, a bunch of ridiculous things, um, you know, and, and cool things happening. I think I would probably spend, spend money probably less on things, um, and probably more on experiences, um, and I guess what I mean by that is, you know, I would not suddenly become the guy who, you know, instead of wearing, you know, $20 jeans from Target to, you know, a hundred and some dollar jeans from fashion designer X, uh, cause I don't even know who any of these fashionable people are. Um, and even though I've got ridiculous amounts of money, uh, it still doesn't make sense to me to spend you know, $200 for a, you know, $25 pair of jeans, like they're jeans, 25 bucks works. Um, and I'm not the person who, you know, goes out and buys things that are super expensive just because they're expensive and they have a name on them. Um, so I don't know that I'd be burning through money that hardcore on that front. Um, whereas I would be interested in, you know, paying top dollar for, hey, you know what, I've never properly been to Europe, let's do that, and let's do that, you know, in style and comfort, um, that kind of a thing, um, is what I mean by, you know, experiences, um, as opposed to, you know, objects, um, getting close to work, so I'm gonna have to wrap this up, and I would be remiss if I did not share, you know, when we're talking about lottery winning plans, um, what is probably the longest term lottery goal for me, um, that I've been talking about forever. Um, and that is, I've always said, you know, if I, I win big in the old lottery somehow, um, what would happen is I go, I buy a decent sized chunk of land, um, out West somewhere deserty, um, 
because that's relevant. And, um, and on that land, I would build a full-size YT-1300 light freighter. Um, and for those of you who are not as dorky as I am, i.e. most of you, um, the YT-1300 light freighter is the model of spaceship that the Millennium Falcon is. Um, you know, um, I don't know what that would cost to get the plans and the rights and the materials and the labor, but if I've got all kinds of stupid money, um, that's what I would want to do. Full size. Like, I can go up in it. Um, you know, obviously it can't, you know, fly or go to the stars. Um, but full size replica, um, you know, um, with all the buttons and dials and stuff to make it at least look like it should work. Uh, you know, if it, if it were real, you know, details, lots of details, um, to make it look like it's the real thing. Um, and I guess now that things in the Star Wars universe have changed, let me be real clear. We're talking, you know, the original trilogy era Millennium Falcon, not, you know, brand spanking new from Calrissian in the solo movie Falcon. That's a little too, too polished for me. Um, nor the extra beat up super, super old one from, uh, you know, the force awakens, etc. you know, episode four era, uh, you know, millennium Falcon, YT 1300, um, out built out in the middle of the desert. Um, and the reason I say out in the middle of the desert is because I would want to basically build docking bay 94 from Tatooine around the Millennium Falcon. Cause I mean, it can't go anywhere. It can't fly. So it would make sense to me for it to be in dock. Um, so let's build a dock around it. Um, and I'm not talking for like, you know, as an attraction or as, you know, something that, you know, people pay to come see. I'm just saying my own personal use. Uh, you know, just, just to enjoy and play around in, um, I mean, the Millennium Falcon, um, is a is a cargo ship that is intended to, you know, go through space for long periods. There, there are bunk rooms and a kitchen. You don't see them in the movie because there's no reason to see them in the movie. Um, but you know, the Falcon is kind of like an RV with massive cargo holds. Um, and, uh, I would set it up like that to where, you know, I'm going to go spend a weekend on the Falcon. Um, and it'd be kind of the same as going, you know, RV camping, but in a, you know, Millennium Falcon. Um, yeah, I, that's, it's my stupid amount of money. I can do stupid things with it. And that would be one of the things I'd want to do. Um, and I've wanted to do that since, oh shoot, like middle school. If you'd have asked me, what, what do you, if you want a lottery, what are you going to do? First thing out of my mouth, build a Millennium Falcon. Cause that's me. Um, uh, a little later in life, um, and this would be the secondary piece. Um, and again, this is stupid amounts of money to where I've already done all the other things. Uh, you know, um, paid the taxes, helped out all the people that I could, you know, take care of my family, um, made it so that, you know, made arrangements so that I don't have to, you know, work again. Um, and there's so much money left over. I can build a millennium Falcon. That's where, that's where that comes into play. Um, if there's so much money left over after the Falcon, um, then a, I probably haven't given enough to other people at this point, 
Um, and B, if I have, um, the other classic plan was to, you know, find a place, um, probably in like the, 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 the Northwest of the, the United States, uh, where the temperature is a little more, more temperate and there's some, some forestation, uh, happening and build a castle, um, you know, out of giant stones with a moat, you know, the, the traditional fantasy castle, um, you know, with a wizard's tower and all that stuff. Um, again, just cause I'm goofy like that. Um, yeah, so I'm at work. Um, and before all of my coworkers start giving me weird looks for sitting in my car, apparently talking to myself, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I hope that answered your question, Crystal, and I hope that was entertaining for everybody. Um, that's that's what I'd do if I suddenly had, you know, redonkulous amounts of money. Um, pretty straightforward, really. Um, nothing too crazy in there, I don't think. Uh, I think that all makes good sense and is generally responsible. Um, possibly mine is the building, the Millennium Falcon, but, you know... I'm rich. I get to be eccentric. That's, that's one of the perks. Um, thanks. Thanks for, for joining in. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And until uh, next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.